Greetings! Welcome to Film Gazers, a podcast focusing on the science fiction, horror, fantasy trinity, and 20th century entertainment. I'm Steph. I'm Jess. We're cousins slash besties. Join us as we reminisce, discuss, and review films from our childhood. All right. We are closing out Aliens. Come get it. So it's been fun to to start off the year with a little uh, like sci-fi, basically. Mm-hmm. We kind of took a, a break from it last year, for sure. Yeah. Kind of started off with it and then got into other stuff. <laughs> yeah, blockbusters and... hmm So I have enjoyed going back to my roots. <laughs> <laughs> and I really enjoyed this, um, this Will Smith movie. Oh, yes, particularly. Yeah. Um, of that time era. Yeah. So aliens come get it. This will be the closer for that theme. Next theme is February, and it's Killer Ladies. Slash cunts. (laughs) It isn't a slash also a term for cunts? Oh. Uh, Slash or gash? I don't know. Maybe it's both. Maybe? It's um, opening. Vagina. The vagina. The vagina. <laughs> so what else have you been watching other than what we've been doing for the podcast? I uh, started watching True Blood. I never watched it really the first time. Well, I mean, when it was like on. I have never watched it either. I watched like a few, maybe like a couple episodes mm. um, and I didn't get into it. I was like, ugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. It doesn't. Yeah, it like didn't appeal to me. One I would enjoy. I didn't enjoy. Um, I don't know how to say her name. Is it Anna Paquin? Paquin. Oh, I yeah, I know who you're. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogue. From oh movie. yes, that's right. That's where I was like, what movie do <laughs> Fly I know away her home? From? I think she was in that one where she. Flew oh the shit! Ducks yeah, home. <laughs> I love that movie. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. I like her. I guess. Um, yeah. I didn't like her in it though. Mm. When the first go round, I thought her accent sounded super fake I was oh. like, that does not sound like a is this the one they're in like louisiana yeah, right yeah. okay okay um but now i'm like oh i don't mind it like i love her in this <laughs> i'm like she's so cute oh, what a difference and uh... they're still married her and uh vampire bill stephen moy moyer i nope don't know um but yeah they're still married mm-hmm. they got married while they were doing the show and they're oh, still married nice yeah I thought that was super cute. A romance for... For the ages. For the ages. <laughs> and it's got one of the Skarsgård brothers. Oh, interesting. And he's so mighty fine in this. <laughs> he's so tall and like the, super ripped. The Skarsgård brothers. And he's got those big blue eyes. I don't... Oh. I I think they're great actors, mm-hmm. but I don't understand the appeal. You have not seen him in this, then. <laughs> so I need to watch True Blood? You need to watch True Blood just for Eric. Oh, man. And I just funny. like saying his last name. Skarsgård. 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 He's so dreamy. <laughs> I mean, he's just one of the... He's Dave it. came in when I was watching... No, I don't think he's the same brother. Oh, I think okay. that's a different brother. That's, that's the it. other brother. Okay. That's, I don't, one's Bill and one's... No. <laughs> I'm confused. Can't remember They look now. very similar to Well, you. yeah, because they're all 
related. You can tell. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, like it's an obvious they relation. They got like something about the eyes or... They got yeah. the butthole eyes. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they don't because their eyes are blue. <laughs> Just alien buttholes. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It's prettier. <laughs> it's different, therefore it's better. <laughs> so what else? What else have you been uh, um, using using to entertain you? Entertain myself with. Um, I started reading Where the Crawdads Sing because I bought the book for my mom for Christmas and she already read it. Like she, I mean, she read it mm-hmm. already. So yeah, she let me borrow it. And you guys had already watched the movie. Yeah, that's why I bought mm-hmm. the book. Nice. Because we enjoyed the movie, so. I have been doing uh, similar. You got me <laughs> chocolate. I got people books this year. <laughs> I know that sounds lame, but. I enjoyed it. I know. I, I've been reading mine, too. So I like that we're both um, reading books that we've watched the movies. movies on yeah. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how is yours? How, how has it lived up? To oh, it's it? really good so far. I haven't got, I haven't delved that mm-hmm. um, far into it yet, but what I have read, I really enjoyed it. And my mom even thought it was, she said after she read the book and then rewatched the movie again, mm-hmm. um, she's like, I didn't like the movie as much this time. Like yeah. after I read the book. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, I hate when that happens. Right. Um, for mine, same, uh, I haven't got too, too far. Um, I'd say I'm finally getting into the, the deep bits now. Into the deep <laughs> Into bits. the deep bits. Um, it is quite different uh, than the movie, but it's in a way where I'm not disliking either. I can kind of understand why the movie did what it did. Mm. Uh, certain things, you know, are just hard to, to translate from book to to a visual medium like that um, for the story, you know, mm. for you to not be overwhelmed with, like, information dumps or anything. So <laughs> It has to be four hours long. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I'm not disappointed. I'm wondering, though, if I do watch the movie again, I might, I might be disappointed in the movie because yeah. it is a big thing. I'll go ahead and say it. It's not like a spoiler. I mean, just read the fucking book. <laughs> um, the priest is, like, the count. Mm-hmm. So that is quite different, obviously. Um, than Doc Ock. And it just makes more sense in the book. Like, So I feel like the movie didn't really have to, to make them a, a whole different, the villain like a different character completely. Yeah, It would make more sense if it was the priest. Like you said, though, they probably didn't want to make a priest a bad guy. A villain. Yeah, because we had talked about it a little bit um, before we started recording because um, I had to get in the nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been watching We're Here on HBO and mm-hmm. it's with uh, Shangela and Bob the Drag Queen. Oh, okay, okay. And Eureka. And it's kind of like Queer Eye, but for drag queens. Oh. And they, they like make over drag queens? Well, not even necessarily drag queens, but just anyone from the community or allies. And they go to these really small ass towns. Oh, scary. Yeah, that have like <laughs> never had a drag show. It's very sad. I've never cried so much, I feel like. Oh, like, like the feels. It got me in my feels. It really did. Like seeing you know all the people and their stories coming and, together as a community. Yeah, in the shows, some of the shows are just so like amazing. Yeah, like the outfit. I, you know me, I'm sucker for good costume. Right. <laughs> and one that Bob the drag queen does. I'm trying to remember which city it was 
that they did it. I want to say maybe it was the uh, Selma when they went to Selma. But Bob the Drag Queen comes out and it looks like this crazy wig. And then it turns out it's his niece. Like, on him in this, like, wig costume. Oh, my God. And then they do, like, this <laughs> Like, on his shoulders. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, damn. It was awesome. Um, totally gonna have to watch that it one. Was, it's a great show. So, I've been just kind of, like, binging it a little yeah. bit. And also, um, my husband and I, we watch anime, of course. So, we're still watching some Spy Family and uh, some Demon Slayer, like all those, all those good ones. If you know, you know, kind of thing. I don't know. I know. So, <laughs> so yeah, we might as well get into it. We watched 1997's Men in Black. It was released July 2nd. Um, this movie is kind of what I think helped start a little bit. Um, he already, I believe, had Independence Day by this time. But Will Smith at one point was dubbed kind of like, I think it was like the King of the Fourth of some or something along those lines. Um, so basically, his movies were always like Fourth of July, like fucking blockbusters. Yeah. It's like they just nailed it. Mm-hmm. So, and this was um, one of them. And I would always see it for my birthday. Yes, yeah, a month later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <clears throat> it was rated PG-13. Uh, the budget, again, I know we, I've kind of just started adding budgets in because we've just been doing movies that have either really flopped or right. like did substantially well where you're like, whoa, like that's a fact that needs to be shared. <laughs> so this was $90 million, um budget and the box office was around $589.4 million. Whoa. Yeah. So it, it was. Slam dunk. Mm-hmm. I mean. What rewatching it, the special effects were still, I, in my opinion, and I got some info on, on that. Point. I got some fun info <laughs> on that. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I'll get into it. Um, first, directed by Barry Sonnen, Sonnenfield, who you will remember did the Adams Family, its sequel, Adams Family Values, Get Shorty. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, Men in Black trilogy. And Wild Wild West. Oh. <laughs> so I just also thought it was funny that he went from being like a director that was nominated for a Saturn Award for Best Director for Men in Black to like two years later getting the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Picture and Worst Director for Wild Wild West. <laughs> like, I just thought it was funny. It shows how far... You can fall. You can fall. But we obviously have done Wild Wild West already. And the behind-the-scenes stuff we discussed, it was pretty crazy. Right. So I don't really blame that on poor Barry at all. <laughs> <laughs> he just got the... Uh, he was a scapegoat, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Like, this movie sucks, poor, and it's all your fault. Poor guy, I know. Um, because all his other work, I enjoy um, from a directing standpoint. He was also a very accomplished cinem- cinematographer mm. before he got into directing. Um, so this one was written by Ed Solomon, and it was based on The Men in Black uh, by Loyal uh, Cunningham, which was uh, basically a three-issue comic series. Um, and it was followed by The Men in Black book two with another three more issues. So really the entire story was kind of just like six issues. Right. Um, and it was uh, kind of much darker. Um, mm-hmm. The comedy uh, wasn't 
as prominent. It wasn't that kind of comic, basically. Um, agents would, like, kill witnesses at different times, I guess, <laughs> and, like... Not um, uh, with the memory thingy. Yeah, they did have that. That is mm. a part of it and everything. But there was just more violence um, in general, I guess. And uh, also, one of the agents that is not in the movie at all, um, they basically do... The coroner kind of takes the place of that agent, basically, and that mm. whole character in the comic series. From what I was reading, there was kind of like a traitor where oh. they kind of go against the men in black because... In the comics, it seems like uh, the, what is this anyway, corporation, company, federation thing? I, are they the headquarters? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, because they said they're not government. Because, oh, okay. So, that yeah. So, whatever they the are in the comics, they're more a little more nefarious. They're, like, controlling things, not keeping a balance. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess there's an agent... Uh, storyline angle as well of them trying to stop the men in black. So, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, that, it, yeah, it wasn't as the comedic buddy comedy right. <laughs> that the movie had made it out. It was produced by Walter F. Parks and Laurie McDonald. It was starring Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith, Linda Fiorentino, <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio, and Rip Torn. Cinematography was by Don Peterman. And it was edited <laughs> by Jim Miller. And, of course, that music was by Danny Elfman. Yes. <laughs> and, and I really, um, um, really enjoyed the music. Yeah. I, I feel like you can just tell an Elfman track yeah. when it starts. And when it started, it totally reminded me of Beetlejuice. A hundred percent. Like the dragonfly was like the little town, you know. Absolutely, the miniature and it town. even had the Tim Burton font. Yeah, like that's the used script, in the scrippy. Yes, yes, that kind of like handwritten. Yeah, yeah, just that font. I don't. I'm sure there's someone can Someone's let got me a, know. Has a name for it. Someone has a name for it. And knows what that particular. It looks like a skeleton rodent. Yeah. All right. So to really get into more fun trivia. Um, as of 2017, Men in Black was still the highest grossing action buddy comedy of all time. Uh, Rush Hour 2 had almost disowned Men in Black uh, in 2001 with a gross of $250 million. Mm. Um, but it held its position. Uh, 22 Jump Street came in third place with Men in Black 2 and Men in Black 3 ranking fourth and fifth on the list, respectively. So, all three of these movies still, like, top that, like, buddy comedy. That's funny. And when you think about it, there's a lot of buddy comedies out there, especially during the 90s oh, and yeah, like early 2000s. Weapon, mm-hmm. um, what was it, Tango and Cash? Yeah, like, I mean, there's tons. Yeah. So, it's crazy to think that all three of these are, and I... I'm glad Rush Hour did make the list, though, because some of the Rush Hour ones are some of my favorite. <laughs> I love them. I love Jackie Chan I recently uh, watched the Rush Hour, I think just one and two recently. I, I watched just one, and um, I don't know if I watched two yet. I might have been saving it. I also really love the Shanghai I was going to say Shanghai Nights. Noon Shanghai Noon and Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like those I was a too. fan of those. So, yeah, I just was really surprised to read that in 2017, it was still that high ranking, but when you think about it, yeah, I guess besides Jump Street, there hasn't been kind of... That comedic. Mm-hmm. Really. Other than like Will Ferrell movies, or too. Or like Starsky and Hutch. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio, he 
got really into his bug character by yeah. watching a shit ton of bug documentaries. Oh, my man. And then he <laughs> also was wearing um, basketball uh, knee braces. But he just kept them in the lock position. So and that's what made him that crazy stiff lock. Yeah. And was he wearing a mask or was he just holding his face a certain way? Do you know? Um, I think it was a, it was a combo. Okay. You know, of, of him and of some, some kind of probably prosthetics or special effects makeup. Um, a lot of practical effects were used mm-hmm. in this film. That's what makes it so good, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Men in Black theme song... Which is great. And also, <laughs> at the end of the movie, Andrew had sat and watched it with me. And in the end, he was like, oh my god, I forgot about this song. I was like, how could you forget about this song? It was like one of yeah, the biggest marketing material for it. I mean, most Will Smith movies had a theme song that he sang. And this was his first solo hit. So mm. this was like the beginning of him doing the the songs. Yeah. Um, it was featured on both the film soundtrack and his debut solo album, Big Willie Style, <laughs> <laughs> which had released just a few months after this film. So it was like what put him on, on the map. Like, cause before, you know, parents don't understand and everything. He was with DJ Jazzy Jeff. Right. It was kind of like a combo thing. Yeah. Cause this actually won Smith a Grammy for mm. best rap solo performance. Nice. That's <laughs> I mean, uh, I love Will Smith. I know. (laughs) We've already discussed this. So I got that little tidbits from uh, Mental Floss and Screen Rant. But then I found this other um, cool article on Den of Geek. And it was um, how Men in Black changed the entire plot in editing. Uh, This is by George um, Chrisotomo. And... (laughs) It was pretty interesting to read this because I'm like, whoa, some of this does make like way more sense now. Because when you are watching it, I feel like we aren't getting a certain explanation at certain times Mm. Um, regarding like the galaxy thing and, you know, the relation to the other aliens that are like going to bomb them or whatever, you know, like they kind of like feel like they could have given you a little more exposition on that. So it turns out. The original script was there were, like, actual two warring parties, um, the Balshans and the Archillians, mm-hmm. and they were fighting over this very small galaxy. And the bug race came in because they want to steal the galaxy that the two are fighting over to keep them fighting each other because the bugs just reap benefits right. from war itself. Exactly. Um, so I guess they kind of had this explained but they did it in a weird way for the movie they said they had a lot of the information like on a screen in the headquarters Mm. and then i guess they kind of like did a lot of exposition but it was more of like just this huge info dump and so when they did a test screen the audience was were like what Mm, like yeah or like didn't quite understand because like I said, a lot of it they were doing, like, in the background. So if you, you know, were fully paying attention to what was going on with the actors in the front, you weren't going to fucking notice everything they were trying to explain to you well, on the screen behind them. Because that's even... Because I remember as a kid, um, I don't remember any of the, like, conversation between Tommy Lee and that guy when his wife's giving birth in the back of the car. Because mm-hmm. all you're watching is Will Smith and that oh, tentacle yeah. arm... 
So, like, as a kid, I didn't hear anything. I was just like, oh, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't realize the subplot at all. Yeah, so you're not even getting, exactly, you're not following it almost at at different times, exactly. And I feel like they did that with most of the major talking points. There was always something distracting going on. There was, you're right, absolutely, I agree. Um, So, yeah, it was kind of like the original. Look over there! Yeah, it really was. (laughs) The original script to me seems like it had still like a cool plot line and it would fit fine. Um, they just didn't seem to know how to properly explain it, you know? Which well, is maybe weird. they thought that then kids wouldn't like it or something. Maybe. So in the original script, um, the two characters that meet in the cafe, that's the whole thing. They're actually supposed to be ambassadors from like the warring parties. They're mm. not supposed to be people who know, know each other. Or anything. So that was completely just dubbed over with a totally different dialogue than mm. what they had been doing. So yeah, I thought there was a whole article though gets a little more into it, but I thought that was super interesting that with editing, they were able to completely somehow make it intertwine and make enough sense to like make a very formulaic movie. Yeah, they did. I mean, it's impressive. mm -hmm. I'll give them that. (laughs) Um, And then I found another really good article and it was Men in Black at 25 in the end of the practical effects era. Um, and this was actually written August, uh, 2022 Mm -hmm. and it was by Josh Slater Williams. And he just really brings up like really good points about, uh, we had even mentioned it, I think before in some other movies we watched Anaconda, things Mm -hmm. like that, where it was kind of getting towards the end of the practical effects era. Uh, everything was relying on CG more and more, but this was one of those cool movies, um, where it mashed perfectly together yeah because what was it david leroy anderson and rich baker they won uh oscar for the film's makeup um during this yeah for this because during the headquarters scene which is like the ellis island for aliens yeah um (laughs) right a lot of those creations were actually on the same space on set as the actors like, a lot nice. of that was real practical effects and makeup. Which, that's... I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always loved that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, there's just the real textures are in there. Like, uh, most of that wasn't CG. Right. Or if it was, it was just, like, complementing it. It wasn't fully a CG um, character. Right. So, that was very cool. Well, and because it was 97, that made it look more held up better Mm -hmm. than just being relying on 97 CG. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because it could have went real bad. Yeah, because that's the thing. The bug at the very end, when he's full bug mode, he's full CG. Yeah, and it looks like a cartoon. Yeah, and that's that's what they bring up in the article. I will read it like word for word right here because I just thought it was really interesting. It basically explains that the climax, when Edgar becomes a wordless roaring cg creation men in black may be a wonderful showcase for practical effects but its finale was a warning of the way things were going a close encounter where the alien wasn't really there mm-hmm. um so yeah i thought that captured it perfectly yeah. that it was kind of almost mimicking the descent of the practical effects like just being thrown to the wayside for this like comically fake like feel right and instead of what we could have used CG for, which was as a complement to practical effects, not a replacement. Exactly. And I feel like that's why a lot of us have such 
fun memories and why we think a lot of these movies hold up so well is because of that. Yeah. You know, when you start going into uh, more movies that were solely the CGI during these certain times where you said they just wouldn't have been good enough, like, you don't look at it as fondly. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, look at Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> well, even Jurassic Park was that great mesh of yeah. the practical. With, with the, the puppeteering and Yes, stuff. and the yeah. new CG. Like, when they married them together, you got gold. Yeah. Like, I wish they would really start doing that again. With that, Jess is going to read the You Googled Summary. They are the best kept secret in the universe. Working for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency, K&J, are the men in black, providers of immigration services and regulations of all things alien on Earth. While investigating a series of unregistered close encounters, the MIB agents uncover the deadly plot of an intergalactic terrorist who is on a mission to assassinate two ambassadors from opposing galaxies currently in residence in New York City. All right, so your early memories of this film. Was this one of the ones you watched for your birthday? Yes, I remember seeing this in theaters. Okay. Did I see it with you? Probably. I don't remember. I seem to not have a specific recollection of, like, my first time watching this movie. Because in 97, I was, like, 13. Yeah, I would have been, like, 12, 13, something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably a possibility. Yeah, it's a strong possibility. I believe I probably did, but I just don't really remember specifically. Like, yeah, because sixth grade is when I did my glamour shots for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> remember glamour shots? I do. Yeah. I never got to do it. It was. I thought it was fun. <laughs> and then I did it again when I was 14, I think. Remember? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I think on those, I never... I don't think I went with you on those. Mm-hmm. I don't I wasn't, think anybody went with me. I, I wasn't invited to the glamour shot. Oh. That was, I guess, just special for you, huh? <laughs> it, I guess it was, because nobody was with me. I remember just being by myself doing it. That's like probably just a you and your mom thing. But I don't think she went back there with me. Weird, really? It's like a private thing. Like, you do it by yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because it makes you feel like a model. Same hair. The wind machine's gonna blow your hair so you can take a picture. Oh, that's so funny. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I have a lot of memories also of just watching this on VHS, like over and over mm. pretty much. It was a very highly replayable movie when you're ten years old. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And like I said, I loved Will Smith, and this is like prime Will Smith. Yeah, very peak. Yes. Will Smith for uh, for 90s kids, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I also remember requesting the song on TRL. <laughs> like a call-in line? Yeah. <laughs> Where you would, like, do the call-in, and you yeah. wait, and you wait. Did that I mean, one I, I, I'm pretty sure they had McDonald's toys. 
Didn't they? For Men in Black? I'm sure. You're the one who followed the McDonald's toys. Oh, man. I, I was always in McDonald's Almost everything toys. we've watched from around that certain time, you're like, I think they had McDonald's I'm, toys. I'm like Gabriel. Like, <laughs> um, the, <laughs> this movie's McDonald's toys are coming out. So. <laughs> I know I eat more than a Happy Meal, but can I get a Happy Meal, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like when the Halloween buckets came out, I was getting a Happy Meal mm-hmm. for myself every time we went. So I could get a new Halloween bucket. Nice. I was like, fuck yes. Um, yeah, so I just remember this This movie was very much a part of the pop culture that year, 100%. Mm-hmm. It was a part of us. We are the men in black. <laughs> Galaxy Defenders. Galaxy <laughs> Defenders. So with that... Um, I guess we have no, like, super personal stories regarding this one, but just general fond memories. Again, the trilogy was, like, a big thing to look forward to mm. after this first one came out. I remember the the coroner... Um, lady. Lady. Yeah. Uh, L later, I believe, is, uh, like, what she gets des- designated as. Um, that was, like, a, an exciting ending. Like, oh, there's going to be a, a girl, woman, woman in black. Woman in Ooh. black. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> like, so that was cool. So with that, I guess let's just get into it. Um, yeah, we, we talked about the Tim Burton font yeah. already. Um, and the feel. Danny Elfman music definitely feels like Beetlejuice. 100%. I thought the same thing. I even wrote the same thing in my, my notes. And we get the uh, intro with um, immigrants that are trying to cross the border mm-hmm. in a... Um... Dangerous aliens. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's what I wrote. I totally forgot about D. Like, I forgot there was, like, an old man in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And then, like, when they retire them, they just, like, immediately, like, memory blown. I know. So they're like, whoa, where, what am I doing in the desert? Like, you can't wait till you get back to... Exactly. house, at least. And have a proper goodbye. And yeah. I... Send off at least, like you're too old. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, it seemed a little much. Um, so yeah, you get this whole like intro thing of Tommy Lee Jones and his partner uh, rating as alien. Actual when I when we say alien, it means space alien, yes. <laughs> not a human person. Yeah. Um, so they find the the situation. <laughs> And wait, what was his name? Mikey. There we go. Mikey yeah, is the alien name. Um, okay, one, why does Mikey freak out? Because he was around all of these humans before just because the officer saw I guess because the officer saw his true form, maybe. Yeah. I guess he knew that they were, um, they knew what he was. Yeah, but like he, he knows, knew. But he also knows the men in black can, like, change their memory, I'm sure. I don't know. So it kind of seems mood of like, why would you get yourself killed like that? Because they straight up murk Mikey. Oh, yeah. I know. I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. They totally murder him. Yeah. Like, in cold blood. And like I said, again, in my opinion, one, why was he getting mad and hostile about it? He knows they can erase their memory. Um, but again, I feel like they shot him way too and soon. Did, I don't remember him saying stop or I'll shoot. Did he say that? I don't, I don't think they did. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe he did. Maybe he gave him a warning, but either way, Tom Willie Jones is waiting. And he's going like D D like over and <laughs> yeah. over. And then the guys, yeah, I guess running towards him. Maybe that's what it is. No, he was, he was already running towards him and he was. Saying D for the old guy to get the gun. Yeah. The old guy was on the ground. 
Right? He had been pushed down. Why yeah. wouldn't you have just Exactly. Done it? You should have done it yourself first. I know. And then when they or get to the part. tackled him or something. They get, well. to the, they get to the part where D is like, oh, it didn't used to happen. And it almost sounds like they're talking about like male imp- impotence. Like, <laughs> doesn't it? Happens to all men. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, happens to everybody. But we got to put you down. We got to push you down. <laughs> Yeah, you screw up one time, you're dead to me. Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm like, Tommy Lee Jones, you were the one who didn't get pushed over. Like, Yeah. You're standing. Wouldn't it be easier for you to take a shot anything, anyway? You're the inadequate agent. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why are you relying on him to take a shot? If I were D, I'd be like, I'm going to erase your fucking memory <laughs> because you dick. were unhelpful <laughs> until the last minute. And you waited until he got close enough to be yeah. exploding range. Right? <laughs> Uh, so it yeah, they all over the place. They introduced the uh, n- what was it? The neuralizer, I think. Yeah, is what it was called. Neuralizer. And I'm like, oh, so cool. I know that was really cool. Again, it's a Will Smith movie with gadgets. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very much a theme okay. in a lot of his films. That's like you know blockbuster mm-hmm. movies. You gotta have spy gadgets. Yeah, and when they introduce him, he is of course chasing a bad guy. Oh yeah. And the guy's chasing, I'm like, oh, parkour. Yeah, that was exactly <laughs> what I wrote, too. I was like, so the alien can just do parkour. And I'm, I keep waiting for him to be like, parkour. After he like, <laughs> After jumps he up the building. Parkour. And I just have to say that Danny Elfman went hard for all of us. Like, the music. He did that for you. Mm-hmm, he did. He didn't have to, but he did. And then. And I'm like, this is a lot of fucking work for this one guy. Like, what did he do? What, why was he even chasing him? Like, what? Did he kill somebody? Oh, yeah. They kind of don't explain why Will Smith is chasing him. No. I mean, he's a cop. Well, but... I guess, though, if the alien was just trying to get off the planet, he might have, like, stole, like, maybe stole a car or did yeah. something to where the regular police would be after him. But, um, so the alien, whatever reason why he was doing what he was doing, his motivation, he is running from the bug guy, is what I'm assuming. He was supposed to have got the galaxy for the bug man, I believe. Oh, okay. I think that's what it is, because he's like, oh, he's coming, he's going to kill me now, and I'm dead either way. Well, or... probably because if the bug man doesn't, the... What, what the is... warring parties, yeah. yeah are going to destroy Earth maybe, anyway. So. Yeah. So either way, and I... That's probably a thing with the editing of maybe how they had to change the narrative a little bit. His eyelids. Yeah, which you find out, oh, they were gills. They were gills. Yeah, like, they were gills. He was out of breath. So I, I was like, that was a big deal back then. I know, but I like also how he pulls out that gun, and it was like so useless, and it just disintegrates. It just disintegrated as soon as you drop it. I'm like, why would... Why do they make the weaponry look so, like, fragile? Yeah. You know? And that part made no sense to me. And, like, even when they give Will Smith, like, the teeny tiny, like, the mini cricket or whatever Mm. gun, and the amount of force that that has, how are you... He didn't have anything to put that in. Where is it in his pocket? It's that delicate and it'll blow, like, a city street up? Yeah. Well, you don't have a holster for that? Well, it's a noisy cricket. (laughs) I wear it. Is it in your pocket? (laughs) Just be afraid to keep it in my pocket. Right? Like, that's going to blow not only your dick off, <laughs> but, like, both your legs. It will just blow you, your ass <laughs> off from the waist down. Right. <laughs> It'll be a hole in the pavement. That's it. <laughs> it's game over. Your torso will be in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> so, we get that. He does chase the alien. 
And ooh, it's supposed to be so impressive. He could keep up with the alien. And I like his color block um, outfit oh, that they yeah. have him in before he becomes a, 90s. a man of the, the cloth. The man of the cloth. <laughs> the man of the block. <laughs> and we get the intro as well to uh, Vincent D'Onofrio also going hard for us I, all. He, yes. Um, he nailed it, I thought. He still, yeah, fucking nailed it he for this movie. It. He mm-hmm. did. He really did. And this was actually... Uh, my, I believe the first movie I had seen with D'Onofrio as a kid. Oh, he was also in Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, there we go. So yeah, I probably saw that mm. one first maybe. But either way, this is when I came to respect the D'Onofrio. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, he, I put, and I, actor. He is an actor. Acting. Yes. He was so good. And I like the quote where he's like, get your big boat back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I like when um, Will Smith's like, oh, he was ugly before he's bug. I was like, I think he looks handsome. I know. I <laughs> like, how dare you, sir? Vincent DeJoffrey is a good looking man. Thank you very much. And he is so tall. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I think he's a great actor. Um, I like that they even kind of had the D'Onofrio skin suit. I know. you kind of see in the one, again, yeah. with the practical kind of effects. Like, mm. it was a lot of fun. And the sugar water. The sugar water <laughs> the is way. so gross. I asked for sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is when they get a little glimpses, too, eventually. Uh... When they go back to Will Smith going with the alien that he had um, chased. Because the alien straight up commits suicide yeah. in front of him. Again, the beginning of it is rather dark, dark. still, too. Um, and then reading how the comics were so dark, I'm like, oh, well, they kind of stay true to it yeah. a little bit. Uh, in the beginning, anyway, with the setup. You're like, holy shit. Like but watching Will Smith run, man. <laughs> When he beat him up those, like, ran the stairs and beat the elevator. That was impressive. And that was a cool building. Like, I feel like that whole scene was shot, like, well, and it looked really cool. It was exciting. It was. And it had the very, um, like, sci-fi look to it. Mm -hmm. Like, the the curvature and everything. Like, I do feel like this movie... like Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. It had a very (laughs) cool look to it um, for it to be what it is. You know, this kind of silly, yeah, like, buddy alien comedy almost. (laughs) Buddy alien comedy. (laughs) Um, You get an early uh, Tony Shalhoub in the pawn shop later. I know. I was like, man, he's good in everything. I know. He is. Like, I really enjoy the character acting uh, for a lot of the, yeah, people in this one. And he's looked the same since, he looks the same then that he does now. And the special effects on that, too, when he, like, shoots his head off and his little baby head coming back. <laughs> I like how Will Smith's like, uh, yeah, we'll come back to you and talk about those Rolexes. Because that's important. Yeah, and this is where I don't get why he, like, erases his memory. I feel like they just go so hard on the memory erasing a little more than they needed to. Right, I'm like, because, like, Will Smith said, or his character said, like, it's going to give her leukemia or some shit. <laughs> right? Because, yeah, this is where around the time you get glimpses of the coroner finding weird things and then they're fucking doing her memory. Should Every do time. It to her then. He's like, she's a doctor. Don't erase her memory too much. I love how he's like, don't erase, like, her... Her residency or whatever, right. like her, her doctor school shit, med school. That was I'm like, why can't I think of the word med school? It's <laughs> called medical school. But yeah, so I was like, why would he zap him and then give him his business card? Like that didn't make sense. But then I guess he was like, well, it's a test. I guess everybody has to be at the same starting point. They can't know it's against aliens. 
Because nobody, I, I don't, nobody knew they were fighting aliens. No, true. Like, so that's the only thing that would make sense to me. Yeah, I guess so. And then all of the other one were were like government, yeah, like military, military. people. Mm-hmm. I like how they're like the best, of the best of all these like military branches, and then they're like, and the NYPD. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh-huh. And I like the uh, the creepy foyer, like with the giant fan, like right. when they're walking in. Like some of the stuff was just. I feel like industrial just for the sake of it, you know? I mean, 97. Industrial yeah. everything was in. Yeah, that industrial sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And again, he's with his bright pops of color. And when they do the test and he, like, brings the table yeah, up. Yeah, I love that. And that scene for the comedy where, and they're all, like, crossing their legs. Yeah, and trying like, to, it right was on the egg. Genuinely funny. Yeah. And I wish, though, they would have, like, is that part of the test? Yes. But they never really specify, because Rip Torn still always looks like, hmm, like, he's yeah. not supposed to be doing that. So that's where I always wondered, though, um, if they would go in a little bit more of, like, what Rip Torn, like, the higher, higher ups, I thought. guess, thought, or, like, what is the consensus of these tests? Like, what more could are they consisting of? Well, because I don't think they, they don't want a soldier, you know? They don't want somebody who's going to follow every order. They want yeah. somebody that is, I feel like, a free thinker. Right. I just wish they Diplomatic. Would've... So they can, like, talk their way out of situations. True. Because, like you said, there's, like, somebody's always trying to destroy the Earth. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Lee Jones is a quick talker light on his feet it's very snappy he's got a little pep in his step pep in his step <laughs> i like when it's that easy peasy though they do like that's what i'm saying they do these like couple of tests and they're like he's got it like, yeah, right. sort of like what are the requirements of this i test? shoot a little girl in the head because she had a physics book <laughs> yeah. you nailed it like, well, it turns out the girl's just really smart. <laughs> like, right. Well. <laughs> so, uh, they have the coffee aliens, and they remind me of the prawn Muppet. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Don't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I do Muppets. really enjoy them. I, I always thought they were speaking Spanish, and then when I was watching it with subtitles, it said, like, foreign alien language <laughs> on subtitles. So they were not speaking Spanish. Oh, okay. It was, it yeah. was a made-up language they were speaking. Mm, interesting. Because I swore I thought they were saying caramba, but they weren't saying that. Oh. <laughs> like, Hi, caramba. But they were not. They were not. <laughs> Since your brain was like, I'm going to turn this language into, <laughs> into Spanish. Bart <laughs> <'Cause that's, laughs> into Bart Simpson Spanish. Because <laughs> that's all I know. Because that's what's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, so he's basically then just getting, then he's given a choice, and then his memory isn't deleted. So, I'm like, well, what if he's like, nah, and then he just takes off, and he has this knowledge, or I guess because they have, ooh, their technology where they can find anyone oh, yeah. at any time with I their... I know, stalker technology. Creepy much? I did like that, um, I'm gonna do a direct quote of Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals. I was like, that's exactly right. It is, 100%. That pack mentality. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like being in crowds, man. scary. <laughs> it's like being around a pit bull. They can turn on any second. Oh, no, they're like fucking wildebeest. 
gonna take me out like Mufasa. Mufasa, Mufasa. <laughs> and I like how uh, you know Will Smith was like. Well, I don't, you know, respect me for my skills. I don't want to be called son or junior or whatever. He's like, whatever you say, slick. <laughs> dick. I know. He just has to be a dick. So later they get to all the gadgets. He's fully joined. Um, again, this movie, though, is very uh, formulaic. Like mm-hmm. I said, even with how they edited. Edited. But there is a scene where pierogies are ordered yeah and oh my god they look so good i was good. like oh they got sour cream with yes. them. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I want some so bad and they looked like they were like steamed mm-hmm. soft yeah with a fork Ugh, they looked real good yum like dumplings but with potatoes mm-hmm Potaties. Potaties. <laughs> so D'Onofrio has been on his search, though, for the galaxy. This this pierogi scene was where the ambassador scene yes. that we've already uh, talked about. The pierogi stole the show. But the pierogi stole, yeah. you pierogi. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, of course, D'Onofrio's character, the bug, um, I like how they're... Always saying it where he's like, I'm better than all of you. (laughs) And then he grabs the wrong fucking thing. (laughs) And I do like how you can tell in a way, though. I'm like, that's when I read that. I was like, oh, that does make sense. Because when they're talking and he's like, oh, these are diamonds for your children. Yeah, right. it, (laughs) It just felt like, yeah, like it was put in there for that stupid reason, it didn't feel natural or right. like it really went with the the scenario, I guess. Um, yeah, so I'm like, oh, that felt like that was thrown in there because it was thrown in there. Yeah. So it's great, though, that um, dumbass guy, I'm so much better than all of you, <laughs> grabbed the wrong thing. Grabbed and the wrong thing. Just how he gets, like, more and more campy, kind of, and outlandish. Mm-hmm. And I like how they even still, throughout the movie, show uh, D'Onofrio's skin suit basically, like, decomposing. Yeah. I love when he's like, is this better? And you're like... <laughs> In the beginning, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's when that you get... very Beetlejuice vibes, Into too. the part with the hot sheets, and it's yeah. the uh, National Enquirer <laughs> kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, that's the real news. Yeah, and you're like, oh, no, don't give the conspiracy theorists more... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I knew because, like, in 97, that was a joke. But in 2023, you're like, Ew. Yeah, like oh, no, you know, Yeah, there are people now who are, like, very... Deep into that. Deep into that kind of stuff. So, it's almost not as funny as it was. I know. Was. It was a little bit like, oh, no, you're giving them fuel. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> They're like, say I told you so, men in black said it. <laughs> <laughs> and they knew... The truth. (laughs) Illuminati. (laughs) Triangle shape. I like like that uh, eventually they're like, okay, all the aliens who are on Earth are like, if they know what's going on, they're like a mass exodus at this point. And um, I like that the coffee aliens are leaving with nothing but like marbles. Yeah. Reds. (laughs) Marble reds. I got them cowboy killers. Yeah. That was like all they packed. One suitcase and cigarettes. One suitcase and like eight packs of marbles. Eight cartons. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Eight cartons. <laughs> and when he goes to get more information, like you said in this movie, that is one thing. Uh, it was kind of a bigger complaint was the plot line did seem like second to just the the gags jokes and, and the gags. Yeah. yeah. 
Because even the shaking the dog scene. Oh my like, god, that was so <laughs> funny. It was funny. <laughs> but you're almost not listening to, to what no, they're I, talking about. I still about. didn't. I still wasn't listening because I was laughing at... Because pugs are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and just the, like I'm like what's shaking I'm doing to him <laughs> and then everybody walking by like what the fuck <laughs> I know right Why? what is he doing to that poor little pug <laughs> I'm sorry but if I saw a man doing that I'd be like what the fuck are you doing I don't think <laughs> leave that dog alone <laughs> well and though that he's the first one who's like, we can't draw attention to ourselves. I know. We can't Here do this. I am abusing this dog in public. <laughs> and the dog's talking back to you. Right. In public. Like, yeah. that scene. But it was hilarious. It was funny. It was funny. I'll give them that. But like you said, the the plot line, you just kind of completely the, overlook it. The um, mouth effects, I thought, were pretty good still. Yeah, it was. It held it, up. It held up. It did. It was very impressive. And then, because I had watched... The second one recently, because it was leaving Netflix mm. soon, so I was like, I'm going to go ahead and watch the second one. I'll watch the first one when it gets closer, and then I did, and I still had to rent it, because <laughs> I waited too late. But I watched the second one, and it had more Frank in it. Like, mm-hmm. he was, like, his partner for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I remember that being much more prominent. Yeah. yeah so, second. I just love Frank things. Yeah. <laughs> I also really liked the moment when they're back at the headquarters, and they're all trying to figure out... Where the fuck are we going to find this galaxy? Mm -hmm. They've received um, the tip at that point. We've had the coroner, again, where she's doing an (laughs) autopsy on the two aliens um, who were murdered by the bug. And, yeah, where he's like, why don't keep brain scanning her or neuralizing her or whatever. Yeah. Um, Again, heavy-handed, kind of like they did in Wild Wild West. Where the woman's just kind of like putting it on the line. And that was before the scene where she's pointing. That one, it is supposed to be like, she's like, oh, pointing, I need help. And he's supposed to be oblivious. But before that, the first time that they met, she was kind of that. Super forward. Yeah, super forward a little bit. Like, oh, you have really nice eyes. Oh, yeah, really pretty eyes. Yeah, like, so she had. Yeah, of course, she doesn't remember that time. So that's why, and he does. So either way, maybe he's like, oh, she's flirting with me again. Yeah. Oh, but, I'm sure that's what he thought. But yeah, I feel like they did that a lot in movies during that time frame. Well, mm-hmm. I I really um, liked when they opened up the head and like the little, I was like, mm-hmm. that is the cutest little alien. He was. He was still so adorable. And the fact that he used that human body and had a pet cat that he <laughs> called himself daddy to. I was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. A little alien. A little alien. The cat was sad when he died. I know. I was like, oh. And that cat was so pretty. And he was like, what? What is a word? That little alien. <laughs> what is a word? Oh. <laughs> he's going to pick him up. I hands. know. Oh, what do you need, alien? But I was like, why is he dying? It was like the human body that got stabbed in the neck. He's in the head. Right? So what hurt him? I don't know. Is he connected? Is he like a parasite to that human body? Well, remember she said it was, that's why when they had their hands all up in his, like, trans, like, she said it was almost like a vessel. Like, it wasn't, you know, like a running, operating body. body. So, yeah, why would... Stab in the neck kill kill him him. if he's a little alien living in the head? Right. And you're right. That doesn't make sense. There was no brain. Mm Mm-mm. 
Nope. So he was essentially wearing a skin suit too. Maybe it was just like, maybe he couldn't breathe in our air though. Maybe it was like a machinery for him to survive. Uh, I think he could have just been like, I need (laughs) something. It's probably too whatever late at gas that point. from whatever planet it is. He already been contact. Like, you think he would have contacted his family and be like, uh, help. Right? I mean, he's like a prince. <clears throat> right. Crazy. You don't have a safe house? <laughs> <laughs> right? Or like You're other prince. people working There's here? There's no other royalty there or like, you know, guards. Ridiculous. Staff. And why'd you choose to be a little old man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> why not? He was cute. <laughs> He was like, I'm going to live life like this. And I like the scene, though, where I believe it's when it dawns on Will Smith of Orion was the cat. Uh, again, from the scenes that they had um, with the character L later. Um, and it's Rip Torn and Tommy Lee Jones. And they're supposed to be, like, getting into their thing. Because there's, like, apparently now only, like, ten minutes or something left until... Eight minutes. Eight minutes until these other aliens are like, you don't hand over the galaxy. We're going to explode, you guys. Which, again... I'm like, this doesn't seem like they are practicing diplomacy at all. Yeah. Like, everything just seems very, like, cut and dry in how they're, like, operating with these other I cultures. And yeah, they really, there's no communication, really. It doesn't seem like it. And they're it seems even like, trying to, like, plead their case. And this is, like, an airport thing, and they're talking to, like, other aliens all the time or translating, but then they act like it's taking a while for those two aliens, blurp and blurp or whatever, to, like, <laughs> involve. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> yeah, to translate this stuff. So I'm like, so which is it? Because cause he seems to be able to live in this body and translate pretty easily his own language in real time. Right. right then, why is it taking them? I don't know. Again, yeah, that's where if you really get in the nitty gritty of the plot line, the plot line kind of starts falling apart a little bit. Yeah. You know, so you're like, okay. But it's not that kind of Take movie. it at surface it's value. It's not that kind of sci-fi. We're not getting like what we watch in Star Trek. Yeah. So um, they've all figured it out. But that's when he screams, hey, old guys. Because yeah. they won't fucking listen. So that was always. I'm like, nope, still true to this still day. Still true to this day. <laughs> the same fucking old guys from yeah. 97. <laughs> Why won't you die? <laughs> and then, okay, so one of my new favorite lines from this movie is... <laughs> We're getting towards the alien fight scene, and they're all, like, uh, fighting for the cat. He gets the, he does get to the um, coroner's office before, and it was able to get the galaxy, at least before them. And he also kidnaps the girl, but he says, you milk suckers! (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I didn't get that part, I guess. also just eats everything like he was like num 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 to the galaxy (laughs) and then he like ate those guns right and then he swallows tommy lee jones eat me (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny i mean tommy lee jones saved the day Mm -hmm. he shot him from the inside out oh for sure well actually it was her who saved the day killed him in the head (laughs) yeah because half of his body was still yeah trying to eat pulling itself around i'm like where if it was gonna because it was actually like (laughs) it was gonna bite them yeah but like isn't your belly gone and like like right through so 
Because he already swallowed Tommy Lee Jones once. Yeah. And we already know half his backside is blown off. He wanted to do it again. Yeah, I guess so. It's like a chicken with its head cut off. Yeah. still uh, runs around. So I feel like they... For this to only be a 98-minute movie, the whole climactic fight scene, it was... And that's the thing. It wasn't even really a fight scene. It's just like a whole comedic monologue of Will Smith with a CG alien. Yeah. So it was really just Will Smith talking to himself. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of wish it would have been a little more exciting. My memory was that it was more exciting. Yeah. And watching it this time around, I'm like, meh. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you could have had something, something. Like just a little more spark or oomph to it. (laughs) Zhuzh. A little more zhuzh. Yes, that's what I needed. And now. And still I'm like, that took way longer than eight minutes. Oh, uh, 100%, obviously. <laughs> it took eight minutes just for that thing to walk up a ladder. And then again, they go real hard, real quick with the, okay, well now erase my memory. I know. That's what I was like, man, I don't, I feel like they should have set it up to at least a sequel or something. Like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I was like, he's done because the old man's done? I thought he was training a replacement for his old man, D. Right? And then that's when they're like, oh no, I was finding my replacement. Because they show you that one time of him looking, you get a little bit of his backstory that, oh, you saw him giving flowers to the alien, so it turns out he was on his way for another date with the lady he was spying on. it's been like 30 years, bro. I mean... Yeah, so they easily explain away that... Um, yeah, she had never married or ended up with anyone the whole time for 30 years. And she lives in this nice-ass house, and she's, like, looking out of flowers, and... Well, by the second one, they were like, oh, toss off. Like, I don't even remember him talking about her. I totally forgot that's why he went back, was to go back with a woman. Yeah, exactly. Because the second one, he's, like, in a post office, and he's like, okay, I'll come with you. Whatever. (laughs) Oh, weird. Yeah, so yeah, they had burned memories quick. And that's another thing, too, because I realize at one point they kind of almost give you a little bit of a timeline. And this stuff has kind of only happened within a couple of days' time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, so it just seems very quick for all of this to be happening. Right. Like Will Smith, boom, he gets this, he gets to do that. They put him, you know, like in training, just right away you're working this really huge case, mm-hmm. basically. But they're like, oh, well, it's just like an everyday thing. But yeah, every day for like the more experienced agents is what right, I would assume. Right. Not the guy who just took over for old ass D like two days ago. Right. And then again, they're so quick to uh, get rid of the memory of the agents for them to re- their asses to retire when they feel like they've had enough. And they allow the L to be turned into an agent. With, I know, and she has like no training of that kind. What's over? She's a doctor. Like, it's only been, like, a couple of weeks, I'm assuming. If that. And then all of a sudden, Will Smith, they're, like, in these totally different kind of outfits, like, in suits. Like, they have way cooler suits than traditional men in black suits. Oh, did they? I didn't know Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He had, like, a more, like, it was that very 97-looking, like, almost... I don't know. It was a different. Oh, cut. it was almost like a collarless. Yeah, like the collar. Yeah, yeah, that jacket. collarless like suit jacket, I don't and like then those. and then she was dressed kind of slick, but they're like acting like oh they know, and he does like his little jibber jabber line about oh the aliens blah 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 blah. And I'm like, hasn't it been like two weeks, guys? Like <laughs> you both are like green as hell rookies. No, you know how 
green as hell rookies are. I get yeah, I, I guess tell that's them what it is. nothing. I know. So like, <laughs> now we're all badasses. Well, then there's no Tommy Lee to be like, um, no, you ain't. Yeah, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit. You ain't gonna be shit. She's like, <laughs> don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. <laughs> She's got her hair all slicked back now. So yeah. Cool. So now she's like, Ew. now she's Trinity. <laughs> now she's got to like hairspray the fuck back. Yeah. No, they're fucking uh, Neo and Trinity now. Yeah. Like ready to fight for the fucking galaxy and shit. But no. So I thought that was kind of ridiculous. Mm. Um, and then they of course do the galaxy zoom out. You know. Yeah. And it's the aliens playing Shoot marbles. Pool. Oh, marbles. Yeah. I was like, oh, so deep. <laughs> <laughs> that did freak me out as a kid. Like. Ugh. Oh, I wonder. Right? Like, that's why I said this movie really was a good intro to science fiction for especially younger a crowd because you have the comedy, but you have those little elements with, yeah, the stupid, oh, the aliens won the galaxies. Ooh, are we but, you know, specks of the galaxy <laughs> inside an alien's marble? Like, has you questioning, like, reality, yeah. basically? Right. It's like an 11-year-old. Well, because an 11-year-old, you think that... Earth is the center of the universe, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, aliens come get it. What did you think with this rewatch now? Oh, I still enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like, uh, and he's like, don't touch the ball, and the ball created all that havoc. Oh, it was like a snitch or something almost. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it made like me think of. Yeah. Like, calls the New York blackout. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, this rewatch, I did feel like. Like, something was missing, and then, like I said, after reading about, what, yeah, like, kind of what they did, um, it makes more sense. Again, though, I feel like it very much did stick to a formula. It had a beginning, middle, end. Like, <laughs> you know, it was very basic, I guess. Yeah. For me, this this time around, I didn't really laugh out loud at some of the jokes. Like, I remember them being so funny, <laughs> like, when I was a kid, you know? And now I'm like... Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I am, but I have, like, yeah. fond memories. Fond memories, it, so. exactly. I mean, the pug scene still made me laugh, like, giggle out Yeah, that one did make me laugh. Because I was, I don't, I don't know what I was doing. I was doing something else while I was watching this, and just like, Yeah. So funny. So, the D'Onofrio um, scenes, that was what still made me, like, chuckle, like, mm. to myself. Just, like, the noises he's yeah. making, and just the way he was looking and holding himself. Um, I think he did that physical, like, comedy uh, well. well. Mm -hmm. Um, Tommy Lee Jones, I thought, was on point with his... um, Character. His quick, like, wit. Wit, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, um, like, very snippy. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Overall, it was like every other Will Smith movie for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not... He's not as near and dear to me as he is to you with his movies. And, uh, yeah, so this one I'm like, it's, it's one of the better Will Smith, uh, for me, mm-hmm. of course. Um. Also watch it, because I love to, like, oh, on Saturday we're gonna have a marathon and we'll watch all the Men in Black movies. Yeah. I like to do stuff like that. That is what I would say. I probably would only watch this movie, like, when it's been really big gaps of time. Didn't hate it. It's just, it's not funny enough for me to have it in, like, a revolving rotation. rotation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I feel like it is, again, it does have some weird stuff, but for me, I'm still like, that's a family film. <laughs> it, well, yeah, it is. Right? It is. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's a it's a family film. So yeah, if I had like children, I this I definitely would have it like yeah, for more movie nights. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we kind of established though that some of the plot line <laughs> is falls through the cracks anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. So really, if I guess if you get the jokes, then you saw the movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because I will say, I think everyone's biggest recollections of this film is yeah, the neuralizer and just kind of the slapstick comedy a little bit, yeah. you know, or the things. cool car yeah. and aliens, <laughs> aliens and goo. Yeah. Lots of goo. <laughs> the dragonfly had a lot of goo starting off the movie. Yep. Alien goo babies. Alien goo babies. Mikey up. getting exploded. Yep. Alien goo explosions. Lots so, yeah. of like Nickelodeon slime in this one. A lot of gag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it got slimed. Oh, that's funny. Well, with that, that is going to conclude Aliens Come Get Em! Aliens Come Get Em! And we will be doing February for Killer Ladies Slash Guns. <laughs> and that's going to include um, Single White Female and Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen Single White Female since I was probably middle school yeah i have not seen either of these movies since uh yeah like an early teenage <laughs> late yeah. 90s yeah yeah definitely late 90s possible early 2000s like maybe the year 2000 right. <laughs> and the year 2000 yeah so that will be fun i think for both of us <laughs> well that was men in black and as always you can find us at Film Gazers on Instagram is mainly where we reside at on social media. Um, but you can also find us on Twitter at Film Gazers as well. It has the link to join the Discord that no one is a part of, <laughs> but it exists if you would like to uh, read some of my Leatherface lore that I have slowly but steadily been adding to it's been a little while now but it's the new year so i'm gonna try to dive back in new francis yep new year new francis and you can always find us on facebook as well at film gazers so it's time to hit the dusted trail until next time later taters Ooh, i think that was dust on the